chapter 2, verses 1 through 14. Hear now the word of God. In those days, Caesar Augustus issued a decree that a census should be taken of the entire Roman world. This was the first census that took place while Quirinius was governor of Syria. And everyone went to their own town to register. So Joseph also went up from the town of Nazareth in Galilee to Judea, to Bethlehem, the town of David, because he belonged to the house and the line of David. He went there to register with Mary, who was pledged to be married to him and was expecting a child. While they were there, the time came for the baby to be born, and she gave birth to her firstborn, a son. She wrapped him in cloths and placed him in a manger because there was no guest room available for them. And there were shepherds living out in the fields nearby, keeping watch over their flocks at night. An angel of the Lord appeared to them, and the glory of the Lord shone around them, and they were terrified. But the angel said to them, Do not be afraid. I bring you good news that will cause great joy for all the people. Today, in the town of David, a Savior has been born to you. He is the Messiah, the Lord. This will be a sign to you. You will find a baby wrapped in cloths and lying in a manger. Suddenly, a great company of the heavenly host appeared with the angel praising God and saying, Glory to God in the highest heaven and on earth peace to those on whom his favor rests. This is the word of God for you, the people of God. Thanks be to God. You may be seated. I have this habit most mornings when I come into the office, and that is I sit down at my desk, I sort of straighten things up because the top of my desk is really, it's messy. I straighten things up for a few minutes, and then I sit down, open up my computer, and I look for the news. I usually go to CNN, and then I cross-check that with Fox News and a couple other places to see what's happening out in the world. And most mornings, what I want to see is not the news. I want to hear good news. I want to hear good news. But good news, doesn't it feel like good news is tough to come by these days? It's hard to find good news. It doesn't matter what station you turn to or what website you happen to visit. Good news is hard to come by. Bad news is easy. Sad news, tragic news. It's all there. Just open up Twitter. Don't open Twitter, please. Just turn on your TV, and the bad news is right there in front of you. It almost feels like it's a competition between all the news and social media outlets to tell the worst story possible. Just two weeks ago, uh, the Weather Channel got into it, too. They were telling how horrible the weather was going to be, how cold and froze. It rained, friends. It was just rain. It was just rain. I don't feel like I grew up in a world that was dominated with bad news. No, I grew up with Doug Weathers and Pat Prokop on WTOC. If you're from here and from these parts, you know about Doug Weathers and Pat Prokop. When they spoke, it was like hearing your neighbor or your friend tell you the news. And they seemed to have good news to share. At least that's what I remember from my childhood, is Doug and Pat always had good news to share. They were authoritative. 
They knew how to speak, to tell you what, the new, what news was happening in the world. Perhaps spending most of my childhood in a time before the dawn of the 24-hour news cycle, the internet, cell phones, and social media has made me a little nostalgic. But friends, I want some good news. I want some truly good news for our weary world, but good news, it seems, is so hard to come by. Our world, the story of humanity is dominated by bad news. News of how we've, since that very first fall, news of how we've hurt one another, stolen from one another, wronged one another, exploited one another, oppressed one another, how we have turned our back on God and one another. In our weary world, it's just as broken and it longs for good news. I long for good news. I'm sure you long for some good news too. And it's into this weary world longing for good news that God sends his son, born to a teenage couple on the outskirts of the Roman Empire, born into a world filled with violence and pain, a world that's not all that different from our world today, a world filled with bad news of pain, affliction, and oppression. But do you remember what the angels said to the shepherds on the night of Jesus' birth? Joseph and Mary had made that long trek to Bethlehem. They were refused entry into their home, perhaps because everyone knew about Mary's condition. Instead, they find shelter in a barn with animals. While out in the field, shepherds watch their flocks by night. The angels appear to these shepherds at the birth of Jesus and they say, do not be afraid. I bring you good news that will cause great joy for all people. Good news that will cause great joy for all people. Today, in the town of David, a savior has been born to you. He's the Messiah and the Lord. The angel's message is good news that will cause great joy. It's good news that breaks through the weariness of our world, that breaks through the weariness of our lives. It's not just news, but good news that the angel brings. But what is that good news? The good news, literally the gospel that these angels bring is that a savior has been born, that a child lying in a manger will be for us what the prophet Isaiah foretold so long ago. He'll be our wonderful counselor, our mighty God, our everlasting father, and our prince of peace. This child will be Emmanuel, God with us, sent to deliver us from the tyranny of sin and death. Somehow, in the vulnerability of a newborn, the full presence of God has come to dwell. Somehow amid the brokenness and imperfection of our reality, perfection has stepped in. Somehow in a filthy manger filled with animals in the most far-flung corner of the world, hope has broken through because a child has been born to us, a son has been given to take away the sins of the world. Friends, that's good news for a weary world, good news for our creation 
The curse of sin, death, heartache, and pain is being lifted. A new order for creation is dawning. The age-old story of the universe's frustration is being rewritten as heaven has now touched earth. Jesus' birth signifies the inauguration of a new age where there's a possibility for our world to be fully redeemed to be fully restored, to be made completely new. As the prophets say, for the deserts to burst forth with life, for the crooked places to be made straight, for the mountains to be made laid low and the valleys to be raised up, for the trees of the field to clap their hands and the mountains and hills to burst forth with song because their Savior, their Savior has come. Jesus' birth is good news for our weary and frustrated world, for this weary and frustrated creation. But Jesus' birth is also good news for your weary world. It's good news for your weary world. I know you feel it. The heaviness, the weightiness of life, how frustrating and tiresome everything seems to be to you and your world comes this same good news of great joy for all people. A savior has been born for you. And that's not the understood you like y'all or all y'all. That's personal. A savior has been born for you. Jesus' birth opens up the possibility for you and I to enter into a relationship with God This is something we could not do on our own. Our sinfulness and our brokenness broke relationship with God and has left us and all of creation reeling. Because of our sin, we've lost our sense of self, our sense of purpose, and any hope for eternity with God. But the good news this child born in a manger brings is that what we could not do God has done. We could not overcome our own sin, so God sent his son. We could not overcome our own brokenness, so God sent his son. We could not find a path to peace and wholeness, so God sent his son. Sent his son to live with us, to die for us, and to rise and open an eternity for us. That's good news for us. For we who are in the family of God, that's the best news. But friends, this is also good news for the whole world. Not just for our little corner of the world. Not just for we who are gathered inside of churches on this Christmas Eve, but for the whole world. For the folks who are, God bless them, in line at Walmart right now. There's good news of great joy. For those who are going to be at Walgreens and CVS in just a few hours, there's good news of great joy. The thing is, they just don't know it yet, friends. They just don't know what's happened. They they didn't see the heavens torn open and the heavenly choir singing and shouting good news of great joy that Christ is born. They just don't know it yet. They don't know the hope and the peace and the joy and the love that you know, that I know. So God is sending us, just like he sent those angels 
2,000 years ago to proclaim good news of great joy to our family and to our friends and to our neighborhoods and to our offices and to the ends of the earth. God is sending us, sending us, just like he sent Jesus, to make God's love real in our world. Friends, this is good news of great joy that will be for all people, for all people. Christmas is a moment to remember this good news, that a savior has been born for us and we are invited like those first shepherds to come to the manger to receive him, to worship him, to believe in him so that we can be sent with a message of hope, with a message of faith, with a message of life to an unbelieving world. We're invited to come to receive this good news so that we can be a part of the kingdom coming on earth as it is in heaven. Tonight, as we receive Holy Communion, you're gonna be invited, not just to come and receive bread and wine, but in the liturgy it talks about how by receiving the bread and wine that we become the body and blood of Christ. This is good news for a weary world. That not only are we invited to come, but we're sent in Jesus' name to share the good news with the world. Would you pray with me tonight? Lord, we thank you for this holy night in which eternity was split open and you descended, putting on flesh and being born as a child in a manger to show us the way to live, to show us the way back to you, to lead us on paths of righteousness, to show us the ways of peace. So Lord, we pray tonight that we would receive your good news of great joy, that we too would journey to the manger to see you and to know you as our Savior, as our Messiah, as our friend, so that we can tell the world of this good news. Lord Jesus, thank you for all that you are doing, for all that you, are, you have done, and for inviting us to be a part of it all. This we pray in Jesus' name. Amen.